Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood Podcast. Friendship, fellowship, motherhood, and everything in between. Welcome to the hood. Okay, so on today's episode... Yeah. It's introductory. It is. Kareth, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Kareth Holt. I am currently 35, live in my wild middle 30s. <laughs> I am married to the love of my life. I have three beautiful kids. Um, I met my husband when I was 18, and we went on one very terrible date. And then 11 years later, with no contact, I got a friend request on Facebook. And Is that when they say I, he slid into your DMs? He slid into my DMs, <laughs> except for he didn't. And um, we fell madly in love, and um, the rest is history. Tell us your heart behind the Wild Sisterhood. What's your take on the Wild Sisterhood? Life can be so lonely and it can be isolating no matter what season of life you're in. Whether you're single or you're married or divorced or you have kids or you don't, you need people. And I think from a very young age, I have always looked for my people. And I was kind of obsessed with finding this giant group of people only to come to realize that you don't need a giant group of people. You just need your heart people. Mm -hmm. And then I realized I wasn't alone. And I realized there were other people out there looking for their people. And if you could find the person you were looking for, who was also looking for you, then all of a sudden you could handle life a little bit easier. It makes me a little bit emotional. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> we introduced me, but we didn't introduce you. Okay. Uh, my name is Megan Toon. I am 36 years old. Uh, I am married to Josh Toon, who I love, and he is the best husband on the planet. Um, I have two beautiful children, girls, six and one, and... They are my joy. I come from a really big blended family of um, eight kids total, six brothers and a twin sister. So yeah, I mean, I think growing up with such a big family, you just like kind of thought I need a big friendship or whatever. And I think you're right. That's just sometimes not the case. And it's, you know, or sometimes it is and that's great. But I think the wild sisterhood is what you make it. And as far as I think just birthing that, oh, it just kind of like fell into my heart and this, the wild sisterhood, I didn't know what it was going to be, but I knew I needed to hang on to it. And, and then I met Kareth and it's kind of just blossomed from there. I mean, that's where the podcast came from. And once we got the ball rolling, it just took off. Stop. Well, I think with having a heart connection though, with somebody too, or, you know, not just one person or many people, whatever, but I think that that takes intentionality and, you know, you want to withdraw from the bank, you have to deposit in the bank and yes. there has to be something there to withdraw. And I think with women, especially that that's difficult because we are the caretakers and we are, you know, the doers and the, the busies and the, you know, we always have something going on. Being a woman in general, we're busy by nature. Yeah. And it's just easier to... You know, you see somebody in the grocery store. How many times do you do this? Oh, hey, so good to see you. Let's get together. Nothing. Not. <laughs> yeah. Not. 
So I think just like, you know, being intentional, oh, whenever that person pops up in your mind, text and say, hey, I, I know we talked about getting together. Are you free this day? Because mm-hmm. I think if you put the ball in their court and say, let me know when you're free, that may not happen. And that's not, that's nothing bad about that personal. person. It's not personal. It's no. just things slip our mind. And, and then the next thing you know, it's two years later and we're like, oh my gosh, yeah. where did the time go? Yeah. You know, so it's just being intentional and trying to keep that at the forefront of your mind is that I need to have this community. I need to have this relationship and I need to have this fellowship, which brings us to uh, the next portion of our like mantra of yeah. friendship fellowship. So yeah. what does fellowship look like to you? When I was younger, I would tell you that fellowship was a giant gathering of people and everyone <laughs> brings potluck lunch. And I don't know, like I was so, I was pastor's kid. Mm-hmm. I was raised to see that as the example. Mm-hmm. Um, but fellowship is literally just coming together and spending time together, mm-hmm. talking, talking about life, talking about love, talking about the pursuit of happiness, talking about kids and husbands or not kids and not husbands and all of the messy but it's just doing it together. And we live our lives in such a sterile way that we miss. That's good. Sterile is the perfect word for it. Yeah. We miss all of these moments and opportunities. And don't get me wrong. Fellowship is not the same for me as it was when I was 20 or when I was 30 even. But I realized this deep longing for not just a friend, not the same old thing that I've always had, but I had this longing to be an everyday community mm-hmm. with other people and to find people who built up the things inside of me that have been dormant for years. Mm-hmm. And who I could speak into and I could love on in mm-hmm. a way that was real. Mm-hmm. and Or find people who who tell you, you know, faithful are the wounds of a friend. Things that you need to hear. Absolutely. That nobody else will tell you. Yeah. You know, or you have this group of friends, but it's this surface, you know, hangout session and there's no deep dive. And so you leave there, you know, you don't feel, you don't feel connected or you don't feel, sometimes we feel, need to feel convicted, you know, about something in our lives. Or maybe there's something that you need to, you have this just unction to talk about with somebody, but you're afraid of judgment or whatever. That's, yeah. that's the big term for moms is judgy moms. And that's, I try to, I try to keep that, you know, at bay because... I remember thinking as soon as I became a mother, the first time I took, you know, my oldest daughter to the park, I mean, this like looks and I, and I, so I like left there feeling ashamed. Like, is there something wrong with me? I'm like looking in the mirror. I'm looking at my child. Like, is her hair right? Am I right? You know, what's wrong with me? And so it's just this whole atmosphere of like, you know, motherhood that's become something that it should never, it should, it should have always been a village. And that's what, that's what I'm trying to, that's, I think that's what we're trying to make it by, absolutely. by doing this fellowship in general as absolutely a gathering. I mean, my twin sister and I try to do a girl's night, you know, like a monthly thing. And that's all it is, is just get just, together. Just come, just yeah. come, you know, and if you can bring something great and if you can't, that's fine. 
You know, nobody's gonna nobody's gonna say oh, she didn't. She showed up with nothing. Yeah. You know, it's not. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah. You know, just just show up. I think that that really is the heartbeat of what friendship should be. Mm-hmm. What fellowship is is just showing up, like being present, being someone who gives of themselves not because you're going to get this great reward, but it's to give of yourself because you have something to contribute that I need or that the next person needs in a way that could be transformative to their life. Well, I think you have to be the friend that you want Absolutely. to have. And, and sometimes, you know, we find ourselves saying, well, she wouldn't do that for me. You know, why, why am I going to go through the trouble? You have to put that out there. You know, just to re- in order to receive it, I think you have to. Just I mean, make- I would have I would have no friends in my entire life if I started out with the notion that friendship was supposed to be a hundred percent reciprocal. I would never have started having a friend because yeah. even you are gonna mess up in friendship. Like being in community with other people, like it's inadvertent. It's not. I you know I don't always have my phone on me, or I'm not always in an accessible place. Right. But that there is no expectation for perfection in friendship. I think that this perfect way of going into it is just no expectations. And that you just give what you can and you do what you can and then pray for the rest. Yes. I mean, I remember laying awake for years praying for a friend. Yes. And like not just this surface friend, but I feel like... The Lord knows your heart. I didn't even describe what I was looking for because I didn't even really know what I was looking for. I just knew I had this need. Megan and I, we are truly opposite in a lot of ways. Absolutely. We parent different. Mm -hmm. We have totally different types of marriages. (laughs) Not that either one of them is wrong, but Megan's been married twice as long as I have. Their relationship was formed different, started different, had different roots and backgrounds, but there is something rich and sweet that I get to learn from you. And I would say that that is what you're looking for in friends, in other people. But I think more than all of that kind of starts with this thought that you have to be willing To put yourself out there. Yes. Because otherwise, you're literally going to be the mom at the park or the person at the store or you're the woman standing in the middle of a busy room just waiting for someone to reach out to you and you're going to be left still waiting. Yes. Because you have to be what you want. Yes. Totally agree. And I mean, I think that's something that I started doing and intentionally years ago in this adulthood, in this, you know, new life as post twenties, you know, that you wake up one day and you're worried about pots and pans and oil changes and you're in this whole different state of mind and this whole different life. And so you go to these friend events or whatever, birthday parties or get togethers and it's different now. And you have to, you have to take the initiative and you just have to just walk in and 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 try to be an open book as much as possible yeah. and 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 somebody there somebody there will 
like you. Here's I the promise thing. you that. Adulthood has its own <laughs> rules for acceptance. Oh, yeah. You can't be too stiff, but you can't be too relaxed. Mm-hmm. There is some middle place that you have to find because adulthood carries so much responsibility. I remember being a teenager and coming out of like middle school, elementary school and thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, I have so much responsibility. (laughs) And then I got to like college and I was like, this is responsibility. Oh yeah. You're so proud of yourself for so much. Yeah. And then I was like mid twenties and I was like, now this This is is responsibility. responsibility. I remember thinking I would never get there. Like I'm 20, but I'll never be 25. Yes. And I didn't think it was going to like die or anything. I just thought it was just not a thought in my head that I would ever be that 25-year-old person or that 30-year-old person. And now I'm like, you know, three years from 40 and I'm still thinking I'm not going to be 40. Right. You know, and I can imagine me still being 40 and thinking I'm not going to be 50. And so you just, you're always, I don't know, it's always like this game of catch up. And so I think if we can just be still and long enough to realize that this is the life you're living right now today, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, I'll make friends when I get it together or, you know, I'll have a community when I can join this group or that group or whatever you think it takes to be in a community or a fellowship, you know, but if you're just constantly chasing this, you're never going to get there. I mean, it starts today. Yes. You know, the phone call starts today. The text message starts today. The, the reach out in, in whatever way that looks like, however that looks like, It starts today. Let's rewind time just a little bit. We were both attending a church. Yes. And we had a common person. There was someone who mutually knew the two of us. Sure. And I was in a place of extreme desperation. Mm -hmm. I had told my husband Really, anyone that would listen. I told everyone that would listen (laughs) that I needed something to change and I needed to find people or I was going to have to take some kind of dramatic turn in my life because I could not continue where I was. And this is right before... The pandemic happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in a place of leadership. um, And this person approached me and said, I have someone (laughs) who you would absolutely love. And... For whatever reason, I was so resistant to that Well, now this person also approached me separately and said the same thing. Yes. I have this person you would love. And separately, we both denied. Yes. Yes. We're completely adamant. Why? I have no No. idea. No clue. No idea because I was so desperate to find my people, Mm -hmm. but I was so intimidated To open my eyes to the world around me, I was so resistant to Mm -hmm. it because it felt too scary. The scariness of being alone felt less scary Mm -hmm. than reaching out to somebody else. Yeah. Well, it's easier to just stay close off. Yes. I mean, and because you just never know when you just jump off the high dive you just never know you know when you make yourself vulnerable what are they gonna think of me are they gonna like me and and not only that but 
you're just you're just secure sometimes in just yourself. Yes. You know, and that's that's not a that's not a healthy place to be. Yes. So but I don't know that either one of us were saying no to friendship. No. We were saying no for some unknown reason. I really have no idea. I was just to like each other. I was just like, no. No. There was no But I think reason. also that maybe maybe in your mind you think that you have this image of what your friend is gonna is gonna be like, talk like, look like, or whatever, or maybe what their occupation might be, absolutely, or how many kids they have, exactly. or their kids need to be my kids' age in order for them to get along, and we'll come back to that later. Yes. Um. And so you just had this preconception of what it's what it has to be, and and it can be anything. It can be it can. It can be anything because we're opposite. Absolutely. We're so opposite. Absolutely. And, and, and I think that you just have to be so open-minded. My search for other people in life, whether it was a romantic relationship, yes. whether it was, you know, a friend, it was an older person, it was a younger person, somebody to mentor, like it didn't matter, but somehow everyone had to fall into the same line and category that I did and if they did not then they could not be my yes friend. no no persons allowed it was outside <laughs> it was like a sign on the door that said you are not allowed yeah, and I taken. was just in my, yes <laughs> the seat is reserved for no one for but no one. I'm just gonna keep it open just in case the right type of person or what you think the is the right type yes. of person yeah totally and agree for us it was totally different we my husband owns his own lawn care business. Yeah. And was doing some bids for his childhood friend slash yes. acquaintance. Slash my slash husband. Megan's husband. <laughs> and is now the height of the pandemic and life is crazy and we were so isolated. And I couldn't take one and you had a more sweet, sweet second. Old baby. Yes. And uh, I couldn't take one more second of being alone. But like every other woman across America during that time, really across the world, I needed to feel beautiful and I needed to have my hair done. <laughs> and everywhere was closed. Mm -hmm. Like if you didn't have a pre existing relationship, you couldn't do anything. Good luck. Yeah. You were going to box color your hair. Oh, and please don't. I remember reaching out and sending a text message and being like, my husband said you do hair and I need my hair done. I need my hair done. And of course I said yes. And of course she said yes. And not only did she say yes, but she was like, please bring your six week old with yes. you. Yes. We and love babies. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I did. I showed up at her house like a hot mess. With a baby, and I knew that my heart was connected in a way that I have been searching for for so long. You're going to make me cry. And it didn't take <laughs> a ton of conversation. But let me just put this excerpt in here, is when you said you were looking a hot mess. First of all, that's not true. But second of all, even if you felt that way, you didn't try to make yourself look different for an unsuspecting me. No. Because you just showed up. And that's I came so, as I was. That's so brave. And that's what you need to do. It's just come as you are. Yeah. And if these people can't accept you for that, then they're still stuck in that that mindset of I need people who will fit in this mold. Yeah. And you're not 
you're not there. You're not in that mold. And that's okay. Yeah. Because there's other people too who are not in that mold. Yeah. And they're looking for you too. Absolutely. I think that this is just a great starting point. I think there's so many women like us. I think hopefully, hopefully there's women who are listening and shaking their head and screaming yes in their car or in their house while they're, you know, elbow deep in dirty dishes. And or changing poopy diapers. Or not. Or, or running on a treadmill. Yes. Good for you. Yeah, I mean, yes. <laughs> like, I have a treadmill in my basement folded up. And someday, I will use it. And I don't even have a treadmill, <laughs> but I keep talking about getting a Peloton. <laughs> we want to um, hear from our listeners, yes. too. So, um, our email address is the Wild Sisterhood, or the, however you say that, the Wild Sisterhood PC, as in podcast, at gmail the wild sisterhood pc at gmail.com yeah. so we would love to hear your feedback we would love to hear podcast ideas uh where you want us to take this and what what we can do to just fill you in a way that's 15 minutes long on whatever in whatever capacity that it looks like for you yeah whenever you can fit this in um please 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 follow us on instagram at the wild sisterhood podcast on instagram we would love to hear from you yeah we're looking forward to it. Reach out. You might be our people. This would be great. We're we're everyone's people. I we really are. I know. Come as you are in any season. Yes. And find your sisterhood. I mean, I hate to say be part of the sisterhood. You're already there. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> no, do you nothing. You don't have to do. Anything. Well, you have to like you have to like us on Instagram. You have to do that <laughs> and like share. That'd Instagram. be great. And share. Um, but anyway, I'm excited. We are the Wild Sisters.